Thanks, Rudy. Well, hello there. Here we are in episode four, where I talk to filmmaker, podcaster, uh, all-around Hollywood guy, Matt Hayes. I worked with Matt on a short film called Cognitive, based on his life growing up in the South as a gay man. He also was the host of the Fagnostic podcast, which is uncomfortable for me to say. I don't like that word, but that's kind of his point, I suppose. We'll get into that in the episode. Today we talk about a lot of serious stuff. This was a very deep conversation, I think. We talk about creative burnout, trying to figure out what matters to us in our work, sustaining our soul as an artist, uh, the sometimes toxic pursuit of success, right down to the nature of God and faith and all of it. There's And there's lots of cursing, so, uh, you know, just be ready for that. Let's talk to Matt. So today I am sitting in a room with uh, my wife and a man named Matt Hayes, That's who, who is responsible for 100% of my IMDb credits, <laughs> <laughs> all two of them. Wait, I gave uh, you two credits? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's uh, uh, cognitive, and then there's the thing that you you got. I wrote some music for something. Oh, the cue. The cue. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That went nowhere. Okay, well, you know, it's on my IMDb. It's good. It's fine. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Matt Wait is... till you get to the place in life where every single Sunday at 9 p.m. you're refreshing your IMDb to see what your star meter is. <laughs> and then you just start drinking more because you're like, oh, cool, I'm still in the six digits. I do that sometimes with Instagram oh, when, yeah. I'm, when I'm regularly posting. but uh, So that's like a, a much sadder version of that. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I might edit that out. I don't know. Um... So, okay, so Matt is the uh, host of the Fagnostic Podcast. And which yes, I, straight people can say that word now. See? That's, and In this, context. This is the exactly what I wanted to ask you and talk to you about, because, um, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, straight people have the hardest time with that title, honestly. Yeah. Like, because everybody's ears perk up when they hear it, for obvious reasons. But straight people are the ones who are like, Gnostic podcast, yeah. and like you, you, you can actually say it. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's intent. It's context. Like it's the name of the podcast. Exactly. But and also, I took that word back from you, so it doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> like you, you weaponized it against me, and I took it back. I, I literally took the gun out of your hands. So, <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like white people are like the N word for Let's white not pe- get people. Get started on white people. What the N word for white people is calling them racist. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's what really cuts deep, you know. Uh, probably gonna take one of my that favorite lines is no, don't because this is a good. Um, <laughs> uh, my, you know, Dell Dell Shores. Yeah. he has a line that he says um, that I think he heard somebody say one time, and he says, "I'm not racist. I'm Southern." Can you break that down a little bit for me? Um, because Southerners. <laughs> 
Or for our listeners, I should say. I, I mean, I think it's just Southerners excusing their own cultural... Um, it's just excusing their behavior. If you can't, if you can't tell what that gurgling sound was, was just now, it's um, that's the most beautiful corkscrew I've ever seen in my life. It's a, it's a, uh, yeah, it's crystal. It's a little wine plug. Thing. I didn't know you were a spiritual. <laughs> this, what would that be? What would that mean? Does that give me? Uh, What's well, quartz? Um, and so it, it's, it's, it embodies clarity, um, decision making, decision making. Mm-hmm. That's ironic, isn't it? Um, so. <laughs> So you you chose it because it's obviously... It, it, I chose it because I wanted something that made your ears perk up, obviously. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that captured the idea of faith and sexuality. Okay. And so uh, it, I, did, I didn't mull on much. Honestly, like that word just... I've thought about that word as, as funny before, just yeah. the combination of those two words. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if, if this would even get approved on the RSS feeds, like on, on the sites you use to host your... your I was, that was going to be my next question. Is and like, I, did you get I, any restrictions? Even until I launched, I didn't know if it was going to get approved. Yeah. But apparently on podcasts, you can say anything. So um, it's never gotten flagged. It's never, I mean, it's. I've never had any rep- reportings of it. Or, because I right. think the people who, I mean, maybe it's just the people that follow me, but like people instantly know what it's about. And that's what you need in a podcast title, I think, too. Yeah. And yeah. instant awareness of what the, what the subject matter is going to be. And so in that, you know, this is going to involve something about faith and sexuality. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's precisely the yeah. thesis of your whole and podcast. And it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and other than and that... And it also makes for good merch. <laughs> well, you've got... What is it? Let me pull it up, the actual graphic. Um, so it, it's... Um, I use the font that, that's, that most closely resembles like the Bible font, you know, like Times New Roman. Right. And okay. then for the A, I have a, an emoji of the prayer hands. Of the prayer... Which, for... Those of us who, until you know, many many years later, thought it was the high five emoji, uh, <laughs> found out later it's a prayer emoji, or is it the other way oh, around? You're talking about this one? The, no, 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 this one, the one with the two hands coming together. Oh, it's, that's not a high five emoji. Is, I don't know. Is it? I don't well, know. It was. We've heard that's it was. interesting. I don't know if that's. Uh, but that's. But that's the thing. It's like that's. People use that in the context right. of like prayer or yes. whatever, um, and it looks like the letter A. So in this context, no, you it, know that it, it's don't worry, prayer. don't don't worry. Your merchandise <laughs> is safe. I hope you didn't print too many T-shirts. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I, I use Teespring.com because hey, you don't have you to. Go. It's all about just they they um they make it to order. Is this a is this a famous seamless ad it's transition? Just a, it's just a, uh, yes, no, it's just a, no, it's just a site where you can like you can make stuff to sell, but you don't have to like put the money up front, right? So I have I have stickers. I have um, totes. Listen, we'll get to the plugs. Totes, you can take selfish, Trader Joe's. Speaking selfish of, man. Speaking of plugs. <laughs> no, but okay. So then the rest of it, and then you have obviously lowercase t is across, and then you have the world, right? Uh huh. As the as the O. So that's cool. Yeah, very recognizable. Um, whatever. That, that I, certain thoughts will peter out, and I'll just edit around them. It's fine. Um, so advice time for mm-hmm. me, I'm probably not going to use the F word in my, uh, uh, <laughs> a podcast title, but what do you think? So the thesis that I'm sort of gathering, it's hard to tell right now because I'm sort of deciding on what the title of this will be once I've edited a few of these episodes. Um, 
But the basic idea is that I'm talking to people in creative fields, mm-hmm. uh, in you know, whether they're musicians or game developers or artists or filmmakers or podcasters or whatever. Um, that's and it's just me just talking to. Basically, I, I know a lot of people doing these types of things, and I know uh, a lot of people that I can just have really good conversations with. Um, is it going to be? Or, or, I mean, like creatives who are based in music. Ooh. Uh, not not exclusively, because I the first I know thing that a came lot of musicians was like Spicer but. keeps score. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing: is like I'm kind of shying away from using my own name in the title now. Maybe that because you want to remain anonymous. No, not at all. Um, I want people to the opposite of that. I want people to get to know me through this podcast. I think know. our name is our most important real estate. So sure. I think your name's got to at least be in the image. Sure, I mean, like, w- but at the very least, with Michael Spicer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's the other thing in researching podcasts. There's a very not a very famous. Well, I could call it very famous. Way more famous than I am. Uh, British Michael Spicer comedian. Oh, uh, he does these videos of like it's like from the other room, and uh, he dub- he has like he usually does uh, some uh, you know politicians and stuff where they're like at their podium and he's like giving them notes like through a through a headset or whatever and it's it's really very funny cleverly done but he has a podcast uh i see what you're saying okay. so it's like so michael spicer's in it so and i don't know i was we can come back to that but uh i'm just trying to that's at this point and like it, by the time people actually hear this the the name will have been solidified but uh i'm just trying to hash that out i guess um i, I wonder if there's a, a podcast called creatively speaking yeah, like maybe that seems like it would have been it's, already, yeah. but maybe maybe not. You never know. Um, Podcast names are like the new AIM names. Maybe like screen names. Like, yeah. Goddamn, like Hayes MJ was taken. Yeah. Yeah. What was your first screen name? Well, I got spicer.michael at gmail.com. No, your first um, like AOL screen name. <laughs> no, uh, my, well, I didn't really have AOL. <laughs> Is that like is that not allowed in Canada? It's no. I'm just I'm just younger than you. Oh, because it's AOL. <laughs> no, because how can you have America Online in Canada? COL. Oh my god, I never thought. Of, <gasps> no, uh, shut up. How, of course how, we have AOL. Fuck you. <laughs> how tribalist of me. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassing myself right now to think like AOL ruled the world of internet across. No, the pond. no, it's it did it did. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh Don't no, you hate tribalist. <laughs> no. I married. I love one, that we're talking so. about tribalism also on Indigenous Peoples Day because oh yes, I'm, yeah, and also uh, Canadian Thanksgiving today's the Canadian yeah, but Thanksgiving. that doesn't count. Well, thanks a lot. That's that's. Oh my God, how tribalist of me again! That's tribalist right there. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I really don't mean that. I actually much prefer Canadians. I mean, not really. I just want to be one because it seems like the safe place to be right now with all that's going on in America. You know, this shit show that we're living in right now. I mean, I have. I, I feel like I'm living under the illusion that this shit show has passed. It but hasn't. It's not. It's, yeah, we're 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 just in the eye right we're now. Just, yeah. Oh, just exactly. wait till the midterms. We are fucked. Uh, don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it. No, let's let's shy away from uh, from politics a little bit, just a little bit, because I would like to. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It's just better for us, yeah. you know. Uh, at this point, because the thesis of this uh, episode, maybe, maybe, is burnout and 
as it relates to creativity. As as it relates to well, and I mean, you and pursuits, like good career pursuits. So tell me what you told me at dinner, which was talking about um, your like how. I'm just being, fucking tired. I'm just being, fucking tired. Well, you're tired, but I'm saying so. Like the creative, like you were talking about, uh, you know, the Almighty and, and being like the creator who created creators, right. and then by creating as creators, well, we mean, are becoming whatever or yeah. something like that. Something I mean, along so those lines. you look at, at at the history of the world, like however you, depending on your belief system, however far that reaches back, and what's the one thing that lasts? Art. Yeah, creation. Whether it's the holy scriptures, whether it's paintings in caves, that's all that we have. Or stack of rocks, or social media, or stacks of rocks, or TV shows. Like that's all that that stays. Yeah. And so clearly, there's something divine about the what is created. And I, um, you know, in my own, I mean, why is it divine? Because it's the only thing that lasts. Why does that make it divine, though? Because sounds like it's durable. To me, yeah. To be a dry, like so you know, agnostic guy about it. When I say divine, I mean, I mean, I speak to that urge within us. Yeah. That that unquantifiable, uncalculatable feeling inside of us that makes us get out of bed to think, okay, I have to talk about this. I have yeah. to write this. I have to paint this. Mm. Um. I don't mean to say that there is that I believe that art is 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 God inspired? Cause I don't mm-hmm. know if I believe in God. Mm-hmm. That's what my whole podcast is about is, exactly. is having conversations with people who are having that same internal dialogue. Yeah. Mostly from a place of coming out of traumatizing religious experiences. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I do feel something in terms of energy or connection. What I'm finding is that if there is a God, it is in the space between us. It's not, in, it's not that you represent the divine right. that Meredith does. But it's in this connection. And it actually reminds me of a Christian uh, scripture that speaks about uh, God saying, where two or more are gathered, there I am also. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, I mean, because clearly the Bible is going to be filled with misinterpretations and mistranslations. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, but I wonder if that was the idea. If that, if that is, if that was somebody commenting on the divine's presence in their life is... Oh, I actually feel it here between us. It's in this connection we're having. Right. This dialogue you and I are having right now, there's something divine about it because it's Well, it's like why do I feel the need to talk to you about it? Like, yeah. why do I why do I feel the need to listen to your podcast? Why do I feel the need to actually Well, you're my, my friend and so you're required. Yeah, it's mostly out of um, pity. I'm like no, this guy That's actually a joke. I I there's a there's a thick line for me between fans and friends. First of all, um second of all, uh that's one of the many lessons I've learned in Hollywood is that line has to be present. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. But, uh, oh, I just had another. Thought. Well, t- well go, go into that a little bit. It's okay. To, we're going to tangent a little bit. Well, be- because I, I think it puts pressure on your friends to like, to engage with what you're creating. And to me, yeah. that's not who I'm trying to reach. I no. mean, and my attempts as an artist is to my, my attempt as an artist is to progress the world. Mm-hmm. And I, build a circle of, of a social network with people that are of like mind. Yeah. So I don't need to preach to them and not that I'm preaching, but I mean, but who I want to speak to are the people that are still suffering from religious trauma, suffering from being told that they're not worthy of, of love, whether it be from a divine perspective or a social perspective or a legal perspective. How Those, do you, sh- sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just that. So that's what I mean in that. Like 
if I make something, I don't expect you to show up to my to my premiere or to watch mm. my episode on TV. Mm. Like my friends with people saying, that, yeah. that my friends with people that I can go to and be like, I'm sad because I'm not getting enough auditions. I'm sad because of this. I just feel like I when people dote on me on social media, it doesn't mm. mean as much. But when a friend is like. I believe in you. That I mean, not not to say that I'm not appreciative of like when people you know mm-hmm. dope because like I have an ego, mm-hmm. but I just think that there has to be a different uh, delineation between fan and friend. It oh, has yeah. to be. That's I mean, yeah. How do you choose? I was just gonna say, how do you choose your um, podcast guests? Is it? I mean, is that? Well, I was really lucky because during COVID, um, and COVID actually started a lot of my spiral. I mean, for everybody, it did, mm-hmm. right? Um, but during COVID, uh, the Stonewall Democrats asked me to, uh, because of their awareness of Cognitive, which is the short film that you composed the music for. Thank um, you. It was my first like <laughs> legit project, and it, I mean, to this date, it's probably the thing that I'm most proud of. Um, and during, so during COVID, Stonewall Democrats asked me to host. So this, during Pride Month, Stonewall Democrats took over. One of the um, Sorry, one of the, the talk radio stations in Los Angeles, the okay. uh, on on air, okay. for the for the for the uh, I'm sorry for a weekend, and they asked me to host a roundtable of faith leaders, and so I um they I had some contacts already just from being in in some religious circles, mm-hmm. um and then they provided me with a couple others, and it ended up being such a great and fruitful conversation just about the honesty behind faith because faith is such a fucking facade and it's also a scapegoat for most people of faith which is interesting because to me faith is is a lifelong struggle it's not mm. a, a perfected practice um and so that when a year later when i decided to do the podcast i of course reached back to all those guests and and asked you know could you come on for one individual episode like to have an hour of us just talking everyone agreed thankfully um and then because of that radio show and cognitive and just my own, I mean, I read a lot of books about faith struggles and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I just had people that I, I was either connected to on social media or we had mutual friends. Um, but in that, I also think that, I mean, this goes back to my my view of art, is that there is something divine about what I was doing. Not to say like what I, you know, that I, that's not an ego thing. That is a a... That is a reliant. I am trusting that what I'm doing matters. Right. And in that, I think the universe was providing, like, sure. my whole life yeah. has been leading up to this for this purpose. And so I just had people, and, and I've had people just ask me, like, I, I think you should either talk to this person. I am someone who has this experience. Can I please come talk to you about my, my experience? Right. Absolutely. Now, granted, yes. I've tried to find people who have social media clout because I want to reach the more people. Like it, sure. this is also part of my career, which and, is not income. that's not that has nothing to do with your ego. That's that's you want you you right. are trying to be economical with yes, your effort. Absolutely, right? yeah. Um, and I've just been really fucking fortunate with that, and I'm very aware of that. Um, and and I I have a list of people that I mean I have still yet to interview who have already communicated with who have said like oh my god yes not free to December or you know whenever you find time whatever right. It's it's insane to me, but what what no, I shouldn't say it's insane. It makes perfect sense. What this says to me is that everyone is having this fucking dialogue on a daily basis in their heads. We, I mean, I grew up in a tradition, uh, you know, within Christianity and Southern Baptist, 
where your sureness, your certainty about your faith is what proves your faith. And, and I think that's what turned me off to it so much is because I, even in trying to live by that faith, had so much conflict about it. But I it's feel like... It's the opposite of, of the scientific method. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Like the more sure you are, the, the better that is. Yeah. And they pride themselves on blind faith. Yeah. But to me, I, if there's a God, they would find greater benefit in me struggling to believe in them than to just blindly believe in them, mm-hmm. you know? It's so, like, it's, and to demean it down to like human level, like it's like the guy, it's like having a friend who laughs at all your jokes no matter what. It's like, right. well, okay, that wasn't that funny though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's if, kind of, if God is the comedian and. So it makes you wonder if humans if, are the friend that laughs at everything. God yeah. or the divine has that line between fan and friend. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, yeah. Do you want someone who's just going to dote on you constantly? Right. Or do you want someone who's going to, like, go through the ringer with you and then still be on your side? That's how, that's what we call bringing a, a train back. of thought into the station. Right, right. That's what that's called. Expertly done, Matt Hayes. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, I mean, no, for real. I, yeah, I feel, I, yeah. I hear you. Um, no, I didn't have anything after that. <laughs> I didn't um, either. Um, no, it's fine. And and the, the this all of it can be edited out. We'll all sound it's probably fantastic. Got bullet points, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I got to look at these bullet. Got to bring it back to the bullet points. So, so, um, you've. But here's the thing. So you, and I don't know if we get too personal. It's fine. But you say there's if, no whatever. such thing as that for me. Have Fair you seen enough. my Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard your podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, right. That too. I love how all the animals are just asleep in the room. I know. Um, including your wife. <laughs> I pointed at my wife when I said that. I was pointing to the cat behind her laying down. but uh, He's a little farther. Yeah, I get him. Um, but yeah, so like you've... When did you start the podcast? Hasn't so, even been a year yet, has it? No, God, no. It's only been... So I've been doing one a week. One a and week? I'm on 18. So it's You're been, on eight? It's, so it's like... It's I mean, been 18 weeks. That that alone, man, and I'm not like blowing. You know, I don't blow smoke up your ass. I mean, um, there was that one time, but <laughs> but that was just that was the marijuana. Listen, oh, don't you know, was, we call it the human bong. We saw we saw a thing on on TikTok. We wanted to try it, right? Um, I wasn't here, so I thought let's be gay. <laughs> let's be gay. Meredith's not here. Let's, like, okay. Anyway, let's experiment. <laughs> fool, fool me once, Matt. Shame on me. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? Shit. See? Train of thought. No. Okay. So you... I think you're about to blow smoke in my ass. Yeah. No. <laughs> you... You... It's impressive. Like, from all that I know about... Well, I just was talking about, like, being, um, like, addicted to starting projects. Mm-hmm. Seeing something, like, getting so hyper-focused on something and, and, like, you have been to pump out all these really... Like, and it's not, like... Filler. Nothing is filler on your podcast, right? It's all like getting right down to shit on your so. on your podcast. Okay. And it really is. And uh, you have eighteen of them already. It seems like you just started doing this. It feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> and and I and this is what I'm getting back to. My point of this is that takes something from you, and you not know? just time. I mean, like not just time, but like you you get drained, create creative drain. Well, and because of the context, it's also spiritually great drain. Yeah. To be yeah. in your head that much about like hearing other people's life experiences and yeah. and, and divine experiences mm-hmm. while you're struggling with your own is like 
I mean, it's, I, I don't sleep. I mean, I am on, I've been on Lexapro for three years. I just got prescribed Wellbutrin, even though I've not started taking it yet. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to add one more pill to this brain. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, know. Um, I know, but it's, it's, it, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you recognize that because I, I have some people in my life that have been like, why do you do this if there's no like money mm. generated from it? And I'm like, because this is what is waking me up right now. Like, right. And yeah. as a creative, we have to have things that wake us up. Yep. We're not just nine to fivers. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I, I say that I wish I had that kind of mentality about life. Like I could just wake up, go to work, come home, do dinner, go to bed, watch TV, yep. you know, whatever. But I don't, but that, it would not leave the legacy on this earth that I want to leave. That's, dude, I, but it, this is hitting on shit that I think about, yeah. especially lately. Because you're a fucking creative. Living, not, living in a world of chaos. Yeah. Creatives right now are so goddamn triggered because there's <laughs> so much to comment on. Yeah. No, it's like, I, I think about that, I think about all the time that I've wasted, and I don't think I've wasted my time. I don't. I don't waste my time. You know what I mean. I, know you I don't. did. I did for years on like like the, the first couple years on cruise ships. I was like, because you know I'm a, a little boy from the woods in Canada, and it's like all of a sudden there's palm trees and uh, you know a really great group of people to hang out with, and it's yeah. like, holy shit, this is great. And then you just kind of live your life for a while, but then after a while you go like, well. I don't know if I want to stay at this level of mm-hmm. playing, like you know. So maybe I should start practicing more. And then I started like getting my shit together a little more. And it helps having people around you that are better than you at what you're trying to be good at yeah. to to really put you in that direction and put you on a on a schedule to like I'm gonna get better. Can I comment on that word better it. real quick? Yeah. When I teach and people say, "Was that better?" To me, better is the worst word that any creative can use okay because it just perpetuates that comparison poison try to reframe using the word better okay and it's something like because i understand what you mean about seeing people that seem to have experienced something you've not or have gotten to somewhere where you have Mm -hmm. where you're wanting to but what if it's just them leading the way showing you the way that well, word better is, is just setting yourself up for failure. Uh, and I say that to yeah, myself, maybe. too. I'm thinking, I mean, like I can list specific things. Like, I want to be able to hit this register on my on my tenor saxophone, sure. right? You know, uh, with ease. I want to be able to play in this register kind of thing. Or play with better tone. There's that word better again. But uh, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with the word better, okay. but... I, I, you know, it's... That's just me projecting on you then. But here's the thing. You have to learn how to... The thing you do as a... Especially as a musician, there's certain things that are musician-specific, but, like, at a, at a certain point, it's all kind of creative industries. Like, you you sing, so, I mean, like, you're, you're a musician. You play piano, you're a musician, so you get it. But uh, just for listeners, I guess, um, I don't... Like, I don't think that comparing yourself to others is necessarily always a bad thing as long as you do it in a healthy way. Okay. Which isn't like, he's better than me, so I'm a piece of shit. No, it just means that, like, he's better than you. Go learn from that guy. Oh, you know? that's so interesting. I love that. And Well, and it's like, that's something I'm that... I'm not that healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's... I've gone through two jazz degrees now, and I've I've met a lot of 
people and you know like jazz camps and all this stuff. I've hung I've I've seen a lot of musicians I've had a lot of mentors for musician mentors and the ones that I've respected the most um, are always modest are always hyper talented uh, and they just know they're just I they're very aware of themselves right um, and I don't think that I think at least at least the people that I learned from they they really sort of fostered a um, healthy kind of view of like you know you, like I picture so like uh, the one of the teachers at our at my bachelor's he <laughs> we we played some tune and then st- like ended the tune and it was he goes well that wasn't very good was it. <laughs> But like, I mean, I see the yeah. look on your face. It's like you, oh, you know, cut your pearls. But it's just like he's taking the he's Is that taking a gay joke. He's taking. <laughs> he's definitely after my joke. That's for sure. It's definitely a gay joke, though. It's a southern. Come on, I hang out yeah, with. No, but anyway, so like that. Uh, I don't. I have a. I I can sound like especially to her. I can sound to really any like kind of you know theater types. I suppose it's like. Um, I know I can sound pretty dark, and I, and I probably sound darker than most people about like my own abilities and all that stuff. But I know my own abilities very well, um, and I and I kind of like make fun of myself a lot. So when I say the things that are like that sound super dark, it usually doesn't. It's not me being. T- I'm fine on the inside. You know what I mean. I'm fine. But it's the shit where it's like you you can t- like if you know me, you can tell when I'm like I hate myself i hate my playing i hate blah blah blah. you know she's seen the worst of me but anyway what were we getting at so burnout so we're talking about better <laughs> and burnout and um yeah what were we hang on yeah, so post- yeah so producing that many that many episodes so quickly like being creative and being and not only just the subject matter of talking about your faith um as a gay man from the south uh like just just in general like Making like creating a post, creating um, anything that's creative, literally just like writing a fucking email that like strings thoughts together in a in a coherent way mm-hmm. takes creativity and it takes something out of you that if you are constantly doing that and and have perhaps too many projects started like I do right now, um, well mostly of my own. It's not like I'm like missing any due dates or anything, but. When you have so all of that going all the time, you just like you you get to a point, and this is where I am. I've gotten to a point where if I don't have like a day a week to just like not to maybe work, maybe not. Like it's not even a day off, right? I haven't had a day off in quite a long time. There's no such thing. As There's that no phrase. such thing as yeah. a day off. But it's like at least at least like time to work on a project that I like like better than this other thing that's paying me or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I don't have that, then I get like like I, I I hate everything. I just get depressed. I'm burnt out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, like you were you were talking about on the way, like you were when we were talking anticipating your arrival here in Vegas uh we were talking about you're like I'm just you seemed you seemed like you were in a very bad place yeah um cuz I'm fucking tired <laughs> yeah from that right like well, can, and is that accurate though like is that do you think um, that's I, why I, I, I mean or and ah. 
I don't, I don't want to say I'm in a bad place because that can make people worry. And there's hmm. nothing to worry about. I mean, like, there's things right, in my life that are worrisome. Like, do I drink too much? Yes. Do I sure. partake in too much cannabis? Yes. Do I make poor choices when it comes to men? Yes. But you're L.A. sober, right? Is that, is that what the term is? I'm not any LA sober. L.A. sober? <laughs> not any sober. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, no, but uh, during COVID, I, I was thriving. I was yeah. so happy to be able to not focus on shit that doesn't matter, on fluff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just stuff that meant something to the world. You know, we had um, examples. Uh, well, you know, George Floyd. Like that, I was some, that was something I was passionate about speaking on and, and advocating for. And it, you know, it, it made me feel fulfilled to like know that I, w- I was speaking in defense of people that were not being appreciated or advocated for or heard. And yeah. I said that I was the only one, but I'm just saying like there were so many things happening last year that allowed me to feel like I was doing my part for the world, for humanity. Yeah. And now that we're quote unquote back to normal, yeah. I'm so fucking depressed because none of it matters. Like my work, my day job as a property manager and I fucking hate it. And I want okay. to burn every building down. <laughs> Please don't yeah, do that. I mean, the people, it's the, it's people. one of the most thankless jobs. Like, people talk about how dentists are the most suicidal career people in the world. No, it's property managers. Yeah, why is that? You wake up every goddamn day to people blaming you for their life. Yeah. yeah. Every fucking day is people yelling at you about their water not being hot enough or there being a fruit fly on their fucking indoor plants. Wow. You know, or, you know, where I live because of human feces all over your property because you live in the middle of Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. So like it's you know man. I, and that's we can really spiral here no but you know now no, that, let it, now let that it happen, we're back man. to normal like nothing none of none of it matters and so now I'm in a place where I'm like I'm just gonna pull the plug yeah. I'm gonna buy an RV me and my dog are just gonna go live on the road and just live life and experience it because nothing else matters yeah and so that's that's why I'm like in a bad place right now because I'm I'm doing all these things and it's, it just speaks to the toxicity of the American dream. We work hard. We don't live well. Mm. And I'm trying to decide, like, what can I do to sustain myself, but to but that will allow me to sustain my soul? Yeah. Because at this point, my soul's not. That's why I'm putting so much into the podcast, because it's the only thing that's sustaining my soul right now. Yeah. So I, I just think the artists have to be really careful, because part of our art, our, our artistic endeavors, is the hustle. Yeah. And it's so praised and it's so celebrated to be working nonstop, to not have off days. Yeah. But the life of an artist is to comment on life. But if we're not living life, what yeah. are we actually commenting on then? Yeah, you're just commenting on working. Right. Yeah. And that's boring. I mean, some of y'all like The Office. I didn't. <laughs> but, you know. No, I, I mean, I say that, I mean, I say that jokingly. I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, is art, you know. But I, I just think, you know, what, what do I have to say? It's... N- I'm not going to know what to say without pulling back from this toxic pursuit of success. Right. And not to like blame it on our, on our parents' generation, but you know, they, they were able to work a f- one full-time job and have a grand life. They support themselves yeah. as well as And have kids. Yeah, like you're good. Yeah. You're good. You get in a yard? Stuff. No. You and, have a patch and, of grass? And like what, I mean... <laughs> And, you know, I watch my parents and they, their off days are just relaxing yeah. and peaceful. And our off days are me waking up thinking like, okay, what can I do to fill this day with things that make me feel productive to where I don't feel like I wasted my off day? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, yeah. you know, stressed about that. Yeah. Then I don't sleep that night because I feel guilty about being too lazy. Yeah. 
about watching too much TV that day on, on a day where I needed, yeah. you know, or it's just, you, you, do you ever let yourself just do zero? Like I, I'm talking like, let myself, maybe pull yourself a, I, bowl, a bowl of cereal or something. Pour yourself um, a bowl of cereal. I do those things, but even in doing those things, I'm not letting myself give into it. Well, so here's the thing is that what I've found with procrastination, of which I'm very good at. Me too. Um, Your whiteboard suggests otherwise. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, is that when you reach a point of burnout, which I think you have. Present. Present here. Um it's it's when you reach that point it's not it's not a matter of like like just finding the energy it's like there's nothing to find you don't have anything left inside you do i hear that noise <laughs> it's the re- really loud pouring today i i've i've never poured People louder i said that i have a heavy pour <laughs> have a deep pour <laughs> um but no like what was i saying See how quickly I, I just squash a train of thought. It's just completely gone. <laughs> My mind is just deteriorating. We're all rotting from the well, inside, Matt. We're no, all going to fall this, into the sun. But we've spoken about this, too. There's this idea of evolution is not caught up with how much we are absorbing information-wise mm. right now. Yeah. Stim. Stim, stim. 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 Constant simulation. <laughs> I mean, I, social media is toxic for a number of reasons. Yeah. But the greatest to me is that our brains have not developed to a point of being able to absorb that much oh fucking God. information. Well, because and then you have not only not only that much information, like that's giving it too much credit. That's giving it like I think of hey, too much information being all the information. Like not really. And, you're yeah. getting like a stream of specific information based on an algorithm of what to keep you watching, mm-hmm. and that's gonna that's act, that's created whole classes of people that mm-hmm. think one way or another way we have people on planet earth that believe it's flat uh, yeah. and build rockets <laughs> not really far from here either i think in the I arizona know. desert he built a rocket to try to fucking didn't know what his plan was once he got up there but you know what i mean so it's like <sighs> and these are the same people that are like being you know like with, with the the vaccine stuff like the government ain't gonna tell me what to do <sighs> Yeah. Not to like put I'm, that in a, but, but somebody, you're like, oh, do you have Netflix? Because they already are. Like, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're already telling you what to watch, bro. <laughs> have you ever been on a website before? Right. Do you then, have an iPhone? Yes, they have your, they have your address. While yeah. No, while they're like wearing an Apple Watch, while they're already injected with 18 of their fucking vaccinations from going to school as a, you know, public school kid. And the, I, oh, if God, someone has health issues that doesn't, that can't have a vaccine... Sure. That's a different thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But when it's like you hear people talking about like I'm waiting until it's FDA approved. Guess what, bitch, it already why? is. Why? Why why do you trust that government agency and not that other one? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like that's not what it's about, is it? Yep. It's not. You just like everyone else believes this yeah. all of your friends believe this one thing also, and you don't you want to be, not be friends with them. Like you don't have more intelligence than someone who's a doctor working yeah, at the that's C- my other thing is why don't you believe in scientists? Like, uh, yes, and so the first, so I, I, my parents and I've had some really honest conversations about this because my mom's a nurse and like she's I'm so thankful to be one of the few Southerners I know and you are another one whose parents are intelligent enough to 
yeah, you know, to, yeah, to, to know and appreciate science. But I, you know, even my parents are very like, I mean, I, I don't know if they're supportive of my agnostic conflict, but they at least humor it. Um, but I was telling my mom, I was like, my biggest confusion is that these people who blindly believe in a singular creator Mm -hmm. that created them, that they cannot appreciate when someone who I, I would assume God provided the brain cells to become a scientist, they can't. To me, there's a form of worship in science. Like if you're, it, to me, science and religion is not mutually exclusive. They I almost can, go hand can, in hand I got for something me. On that like too. science, if anything, almost makes me want to be a believer mm. because there's a beauty in that. Then I'm like, that's well, mm-hmm. where can, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like that's kind of fucking cool. I can worship someone. I, I mean, I, I feel like my appreciation of the divine is actually through science through or, and through psyche and through understanding how we work. Yeah. And you can't, it's just, ugh. And you can't want to believe that. Just but the, well, and not to get all weird too, I think it's also funny that they want a cure and they wanted to get this over with and then it came too fast. So it's like, what do you want? You want a cure or not? You're ready to get right. this over with. So now it came and now it But it's not, fast. that's not what it's about though, it's, right? No, it's, it's a, all about that. But that's just what they're saying. I'm like, wouldn't you also like if you do believe in God? Wouldn't you think that this is the what God is sending to? Thank you. To, yeah. Um, this is this. And you're not going to exactly. eradicate it. We've learned that too. But to at least help us get better and this is God's answer to your prayers. This is the answer. So you got your answer to the prayer. Right. Everybody's like, I'll trust my immune system. Well, all I can say is, if you trust your immune system, maybe don't go to the hospital. And, and also, you get sick because your immune system may or may not fight that off. You right. might be lucky, but you might yeah. be the one that doesn't. And also, mind you, these medical freedom fighters are the same hmm. ones who are anti-women's rights when it comes to birth control, to abortion, yeah. to fertility yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. And also, these same people are the ones that are also blaming AIDS on the sin yeah. of the gay men yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Is that so, still, that's still um, happening, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I have to say that because I don't. Yeah. Don't know. That's so, that's just insane yeah. to me. If, for everyone, for everyone kind of listening, just like, Matt's movie Cognitive. It's on Hulu, right? Is it on it's Hulu? On, I, I wish, but Hulu, if you're listening, call me. Um, <laughs> I believe it's on NBC at 8, 8, 8, 8 on Thursdays. No, it's on Amazon uh, through a third-party app. Uh, okay. Or it's, it's streaming. Just on Amazon Prime, you can find it. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple it's a short different film. media. Yeah. Short um, film. Oh, award-winning Award-winning. Short award film, winning. Thank you. Laurels. Hashtag Laurels. Yeah. yeah, well, I didn't do sound on that, but I did. Sorry, I think the official title is Key Plunker. Key Plunker, mm-hmm. got it. So we were Key Plunker. <laughs> remember, you remember when we were recording that the soundtrack for that, and we were trying to figure out if you could sound like like an old black woman. God, <laughs> yes. Because you're like, I'm wondering, like my my vocal range is kind of like a little bit higher than a than an average like male voice. I, I don't know what it was, but you were like, and it was also it was me sitting in your closet. For hours trying to do this and getting so mad. The walk-in Speaking closet, of- me hitting me hitting spacebar outside with the cable running under the door, and then us going, "Yeah, you're not a, you're not an elderly black woman. Let's just let's just do something else." You know what I, but you know, I just realized. But speaking of closets, because today's National Coming Out Day. How many days okay, can be well, on but one here's, day? Let's talk about let's talk about this conflict. So the gays are trying to claim this day. Okay. The Native Americans are trying to claim this day. And Canadians are trying to claim this day. So whose day really is it is? Okay, first of all, 
Pretty sure Canadians got there first. Well, and, no, no, and, sorry. And, and, sorry. And, Native and, Americans and got there Americans. first. Native Americans holidays. definitely got there first. And then, and then Canadian Thanksgiving. And then Columbus. And then, and, um, and then which gays, was, gays were invented in 1871. Uh, 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 have you read the Bible, bro? Because there's a couple in there that Christians don't want to talk about. Right. Definitely a couple in there. Right. Yeah. We kept a lid on it for as long as we could. And then. Same. Um, so, but there are four holidays today. That's a lot. That's a Can lot we of spread holidays. Spread these out. Probably more than that. Really, we're only we're only counting two countries. Well, and it's probably it's probably also like National Dog Day because you know that's every other Wednesday. Apparently, I feel like I see it all the time on social media. Like, how did we circle back another year to National Cat Day, National Sibling Day? It's not like we're not all watching cat videos all the time anyway. Um, that's y'all. Yeah. <clears throat> me and, okay. Me and Porter don't like cats. Pointing fingers over here. Fingers. Um, okay, so going back to what you were talking about, uh, you're talking about like, you know, thinking of faith in, in in a scientific way and like how going th- like listening to. So, <laughs> this is whatever. I am not. I am not super like well read in in any kind of scientific field at all. But I really like the. Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, reboot of the Cosmos series that Carl Sagan did in the seventies. Is that the boxer? It's the. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I hate you. Uh, Mom, is that you? Not because you're gay, but because you're white. No. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood, is that you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Edit None everything of this can out. Be aired. Edit everything <laughs> out forever. Edit everything out forever. No, but so I really like that. Um, series and the stuff they talk about you know i'm not a it's it's easy to comprehend for some people but i'm just a musician but uh all the stuff that like what i'm left with after watching that stuff and i've talked about this with meredith's mom is that uh you know that's the closest i've come to believing in god is Mm -hmm. or, or not you know whatever you don't have to call it god but like some kind of force that's like moving us in a direction is learning about how like fucking galaxies are yeah. formed and how uh, things go from clouds of dust into little specks of rock into orbiting uh, something that and then just by fucking chance we have uh, an environment where this interesting force called life can can mm-hmm. explode and do this stuff and then invent the fucking internet so how do yeah. we you know what i mean like america so like, online and you look at <laughs> canadian canada online uh we didn't get online until like 20 20 years later so uh stupid edit it out you also have dial-up up there don't you mm, fuck you fuck you you yankee prick yankee yankee <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. We call we call you guys Yankees from in Canada. Even us down in Alabama. You're all Yankees. Well, hey, go to England. Fascinating. Go to England. In you know, go back in time. Go to you know, uh, 1939. Go to England, and and if you're from the South, doesn't matter. You're American. You're a Yankee. So just saying. Anyway, and um, when we back home, where me and Meredith are from, Alabama, if you. If you call someone a Yankee, it's not a good thing. No, it's definitely And where I'm from in Decatur, there's actually still a, a dividing line between North Decatur and South Decatur. 
that demilitarized zone. De- no, yeah. during Reconstruction, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know how when the is. when the north when the Northerners were moving down to the South to kind of like monitor things in the former Confederacy, a lot of the small towns were still divided because people didn't want to, you know, um, integrate uh, not racially but. Um, uh, north south, north like south, regionally, yeah. yeah. And so, in Decatur, my hometown, the streets in the north part of Decatur are all named after U.S. Um, naval, com- or not naval, com- but U.S. Um, uh, Army uh, names. And yeah. in the south part of Decatur, they're all named for Confederate names to this wow. day. Wow. And even now, like if someone, I mean, there still is a is an awareness of if someone lives on the north side of town, they there's a northern lineage. And they're probably Catholic because that's the Yan- okay. all Yankees are Catholics. That's true. It's, it's, it's they're closer to Ireland. We can make fun of it, but like it's such an interesting study of humanity. Like the South is so riddled with it's history. It's all just the, here's the thing: is that humanity is just a bunch of apes yeah. evolving in little spheres. Apes with opinions. Apes with opinions. It, fucking monkeys with shoes. Yeah, and now internet, um, which is which. Well, but then, then that now our spheres that used to be physical villages in different lands, uh, in 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 counties or whatever, is now uh, a pocket of. If you believe one certain type of thing, that you can find a group that supports you mm-hmm. on the internet somewhere. And then, and it's you not know? a bad thing because we do want to feel communal. We want to feel part of something, a group. Well, that some of us want to us. believe that the Earth is a fucking triangle. Because we've Wouldn't invested be cool? too much time into it to where if it's not true, then we've wasted fucking months of our lives. And, oh, I wouldn't want that to be true. Can't have that. Mm-hmm. Must be the other thing. I'm just going to convince myself, you know? Yeah. At a certain point, we're just trying to be selfish and convince ourselves that we're not fucking morons. Mm-hmm. You know? If you well, just realize you're a moron. When people try to convince you that their religion is right, it's just them trying to prove to themselves that their way of thinking is the right one. I just it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Humans are just fucked in the head. Yep. Um that's why I just can't do it anymore. Like well, it's I hard. want I want to believe so bad in the in the second coming of Christ just to like get this shit over with. Like <laughs> yeah. please come back and just Dude, wipe us if out. If he's coming, man, just let's go. Let's bring it on, man. Like I I mean I, when people I hear about people but, living to like 96 and 100 and I'm like if I have to live that fucking long, I will kill myself. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's depressed. I, 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 at 36, I'm if like... I, that's the quote of the day. If I have to live that long, I'll fucking kill myself. Right. <laughs> that's contradictory, my friend. Um, now, that's why I'm going to either go live on an island to work at Jack Shack on Grand Turk, or I'm going to move to the desert and just live on a compound. One time I was drunk, and I did look up Jack Shack online to see if they were hiring. Okay. I couldn't find them. All right. But it's um, Canadians that own it. You know that? Jack Shack? Yeah, they're Canadians. They're Canucks. Yeah, that makes sense. I know, because they're nice. They made they moved somewhere warm. That that makes sense. I mean, you don't... you don't. Yeah. I was talking about that with Erica in episode one of uh, this podcast. It's like, you get drip-fed this... Um, at, when, when you're a kid, it's snow. It's fun. Snow equals you get to go have fun in the snow, or you get to choose to ignore it. Whereas when you're an adult... You slowly start to uh, have to shovel your driveway mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, scrape the car off or scrape your neighbor's car off. Anyway, um, so, I, you know, I moved to the surface of the sun um, instead. What was I saying? So let's 
just so we could put a little bit of a uh, not a positive spin because I, I don't give a shit. Spins. I think that I think don't get all serious on me. I think that I think that um, you know it's uh, I'm, we're just having a real conversation. I would never like try to force anything, but like when I was talking about when we were talking about um, like giving yourself a day to just fucking be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Don't work out. Don't go do anything. Just just be an invertebrate and watch Netflix. Yeah. Whatever. Um, allowing yourself to do that, I call it building up some guilt, some creative guilt. But I, what I think it is is just kind of just cleaning out your creative vat. Yeah, you know, it's just like letting yourself just like just be. It's it's a little bit like mindfulness. You know, it's like yeah. letting your letting your it's not so much letting your like intentionally thinking about nothing at all. It's more about just letting yourself think about anything at mm-hmm. all. And and I think it having a good like full day of that and maybe half a day, whatever, a couple hours here and there, but I think just having that will will help you not not be so fucking burnt out at, at, when you're trying to do all this stuff, you yeah. know. Um, that's just my thoughts on that. I don't know if you agree or not, but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've kind of covered a lot. Uh, and the night's but a fetus. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. I mean, we, at this point, like we still could get an abortion in Texas. That's how young this night is. Honey, pack your bags. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Texas. Okay. Gonna get that abortion. Oh. Wait, is this an announcement? No. Oh my god, my heart. That stopped. would be that would be the most tasteless fucking my, thing. Well, in the and world. my heart. Would, if my wife was actually pregnant with my child and I made an abortion joke about it. Well, and also because your wife's drinking wine, and I was like, yeah. "Well, she's from Alabama." <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what's your, what's your next bullet point? No bullet points. That's it. We've, we've gotten a, we've gotten a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm no, pretty. No, but, but I I think like the reason we wanted to do this is because we wanted to 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 advocate and normalize burnout because all creatives yeah. are constantly hustling, constantly pursuing. Yeah, and it is draining if you're not fueling yourself and your soul. So, yeah, and then the question becomes, well, how do you do that? Right. right. For me, I you know. I like to think I half the time I think it's like going to play a video game that I really like, mm-hmm. but that's probably more than half just being addicted to a video game, right? Because uh, I've found myself playing video games where it's like I'm not enjoying myself, and like because the next day losing, when I'm because you're losing, no, because well the video games that I play there's no real win or lose. It's more well you should have seen me on an Oculus stuff. <laughs> Can we talk about that? It's sitting over there. The, the broken new one. one? Shivering in fear. So last time um, I was here, yeah, um, I this bumpkin, this this, this fucking, bumpkin, this country bumpkin, like Mr. Hollywood over here. All of a sudden, you put a you what put is a this VR headset on. Nonsense happening in my he eyes. He puts the headset on and he goes, "Oh my god, I can feel wind on my body." Because I thought like, it was, Matt? I thought it was one of those like Disney World 4D experiences, <laughs> like the Orange Orchard. But like, how would that happen? I just gave you like a I plastic. No, <laughs> we were like, Matt, that's the look. That's the I ceiling once believed fan. in a man that rose from the dead three days later. I'll believe in anything you throw at me. <laughs> 
so then, Man. so as as <laughs> feeling the wind on this Oculus, well, it was something about like something came. Oh no, at it you was that tetherball right? thing. Yeah, it was it was a training. It wasn't it was even the, a game. It, it was, was a fucking very, training course. It was the, the first five minutes of putting on a brand new Oculus headset. Is this this activity that you do? And something. And that ball came rushing to my head, and I tried to knock it away, and in doing so. I knocked the Oculus off my face, and it broke on the floor. That could have happened to anyone, and I will say that to you now. But I did it? make you feel better. Did it? To anyone? No, it happened to you. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was really funny. Oh, you, and it, for the record, so everyone knows, Matt immediately ordered me a new one. Like, <laughs> I've never seen anyone order someone online so fast. Sure Something really online. <laughs> so it'll be here tomorrow. Like, yeah. That was a bunch of girls going like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god! I was like trying to make you feel better about it in the moment, and I was like, "Oh, that's definitely broken." Shit! I know you're so nice about it. I was like, "Is it broken?" You're like, "It's because I was like, hey man, look at this cool toy I got," and then put it on just breaking. So never. Of course, it wasn't on purpose. I was just like, "Nobody should ever, nobody should ever give me nice things." Man, I just gotta give you not nothing that's gonna like. Like introduce you to a no a whole new and reality, a whole new world, right? A whole new reality, and then throw a ball well, at your head. Anyway, we're 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 wrapping up here, but um, what? So look for the Fagnostic Podcast wherever you yeah. find your podcast. And it's just and it's not just for for gays dealing with trauma and religion. It's really is like. It. Look for the Fagnostic Podcast. Look for the Fagnostic Podcast, yes. And if you like what what really matters with podcasts? podcasts too is reviews, shares, and and um that's what and I was ratings. Say. And that's okay. it's hard uh, you, you know, there, there's something that's insecure about asking people to please go talk about my product. Yeah. But it really does matter. And so um, if you have a friend who's doing a podcast don't like go and lie, but like help a brother out. It really mm-hmm. does matter. Um, we and just to be completely honest, when we first launched, we our highest ranking, um, we were we chart pretty high in the U.S. in religion, but we uh, topped at thirteen in the U.S., which for a new podcast is fucking huge. My man, um, and it's also it's an anti-religion podcast, which is ironic that it's charting in religion in the U.S. with Apple Podcasts. Um, and, we, and, and we've kind of hit a slump in terms of just like we've leveled out that we're still in double digits mostly, but it, there's a plateau right now. I guess what's right. the opposite of a plateau when it, cause it does like this shape instead. Um, and it's really like made me like not want to pursue it as hard, but, um, I, you know, there's every episode people, even if it's one, will reach out and say, oh my gosh, like Topher is an example. Our good friend Topher, um, was just like people don't talk about our trauma and we and it's again this is not just for gay people religion is the most abusive thing you can put on a kid the most abusive thing because it automatically forces a belief system onto someone whose mind is not fully developed and that's fucked up that is so fucking rude and so um if if you're not if you're not gay like I, and also I'm really funny so like it there's some good like zingers in there so I think you can at least laugh at me um, but there's also some like notable characters. Like there's some, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, authors and like drag queens and, um, and I, and I interview people from all walks of life and belief systems and non-belief systems. I have, um, Muslims, I have Jews, I have Christians, I have atheists. Uh, I, I try to find as many people who have something relevant to offer mm-hmm. our, our trauma as possible. You have the same thing in your life. You have a little bit of everything in your life too. Right? People don't call me 31 flavors for nothing. <laughs> 
you, you, you hide, you hide behind your uh, pseudo um, egotistical narcissism, but uh, <laughs> it's not so pseudo. Well, and, and, and I will say that when my phone rings and it's you, uh, it says "Narcissist the Musical" on it. <laughs> <laughs> what was but it? What what, sh- but, what what musical was it that we we were talking? It was everything. You just add the musical. No, but there was there. one was thing, one time popular. that you said something. I was like, "The musical." Yep. And you're like, how it all started. what was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Gosh, I forgot about that. The musical. That was, the, that was the first time you visited us here. It was the first time you'd actually been in our apartment. The old oh my gosh, oh. Matt, you're you're one of my favorite people in the world. It's very mutual. Y'all are two of my. You are a family. You're truly family. Absolutely family. Yeah, absolutely and, family. And, and, I was saying that somebody today. I was like, my family's visiting. It's um, you know, when I. Cruise ships were some of the happiest times in my life. And not just because of the experience of like seeing, waking up in a different country every fucking day or on a different island every day. That's great. But it's because of the people that you got to do it with. Yes. Well, and that's any, anywhere. Yeah. The location doesn't fucking matter. It helps. Workplace doesn't matter. Say, yeah, it's it the people that you work with, the people that are in yes. That you interact with every yes. day. That ma- that makes the place. That makes the experience. Yeah, but, you know? but my best friends in this world came from at sea. Sure. I mean, and you are two of them. Like and I'm they're all so mermaids. Thankful. Is huh? that what you mean? They're all mermaids. Yes. Nice. That's the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you said it. <laughs> they are the best people. Though. I have to agree. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for being on my podcast. Go Anytime. check out Fagnostic Podcast. Go check out uh, the Cognitive Movie. Maybe and on Hulu one day. <laughs> Maybe on, for now it's just on Amazon. Just on Amazon. Um, you can find me at my website, matthays.com, M A T H A Y E S dot com. One T. Or on the Millennial Social. Yeah, one T, M A T H A Y E S. Or the Millennial Socials. Not that Gen Z bullshit. Uh-huh. Just the Millennials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Hayes on it. H A Y E S on it. Beautiful. See you next time. See you next time. Take that, Gen Z. All right, that was Matt's episode. Make sure you check out the Fagnostic Podcast. That's the last time I have to say that word. Thank you, Matt. Also, check out matthays.com to see his other work, like his film Cognitive, um, and his work as an actor and producer. Um, And connect to him on the millennial socials, as he said, at HayesOnIt. All this stuff is in the show notes, so... You know, check that stuff out. Okay, well, maybe if I just wait here long enough, episode five will come to me.